All right, are we actually live? Hello, welcome, welcome everybody, welcome. Glad you could make it. I'm Dan, your friendly fishmonger at dancefish.com. Let's see, it, it started a little differently than it usually does, which is kind of odd. So if folks could let me know if they can see me and hear me, I usually don't have to ask that because usually everything goes normally. But uh, yeah, it's, it's been a little funny today. Looks like we're here, okay. I look like a lemon drop, yes, and I'm twice as tasty. All right. Everybody, thanks for being here. I'm Dan, your friendly fishmonger. We do this every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. That's 9 Eastern for those that are mountain challenged. As per usual, we're going to give the shipping report. Oh, wait. No, we're not because we have not been shipping because of the holidays. So since I saw you last Wednesday, we haven't shipped any animals, any fish or anything like that because uh yeah around christmas things just get too crazy too many delays too much risk for the animals so we don't do that we'll be shipping again next week in fact we're all going to eat our wheaties because there's a big backlog since we haven't shipped uh you know for know, a week and a half or something like that all those orders still keep coming in and they're gonna they're piling up so uh we're, we're going to eat our Wheaties, and uh, the first couple weeks of January is going to be us working as hard as we possibly can to catch up on shipping all the orders. That's what, that's what January is going to be for us. We can't wait. We're excited. It's kind of like, yeah, it's a lot of work, and everyone's going to be tired, but it's also like a, it's almost like a sporting event here. It's our Super Bowl, catching up in January <laughs> from the holiday like shipping freeze. So... Yeah, 100% success since I last talked to you. Also, 0% success, same thing. You know, we didn't actually ship anything, so yeah. <laughs> um, so that's the shipping report. I'm going to get into the giveaway, and then we'll, we'll address my lemon drop shirt. So the giveaway for tonight is for some Blue Dream shrimp. They just look amazing. These came originally from Rick May. We got our brood stock from Rick May and we didn't try to get brood stock. We just got some from him and uh, started selling them. We got them to sell them, but they just multiplied so darn fast that now we have several tanks of them. So they are these beautiful blue shrimp. The strain is, is quite stable. However, there are some that come that are a little lighter blue, some are darker blue. And how we deal with that is uh, Every once in a while, we'll take some of the darkest blue shrimp from that tank, move them to a new tank, and use that as our, our new brood stock. So occasionally we kind of start fresh with the best genes and to keep, the, uh, to keep them pretty darn blue. So, and, and we cull any clear ones or anything like that. But they really are beautiful shrimp, just nice blue shrimp. And they look fantastic, so that's why we're giving them away. They are a Neocaridina shrimp species, a color variant of the cherry shrimp. In our experience, super hardy, very prolific, and brightly colored. So if you're new to shrimp, this is one that I think you could try. My best advice is just have a stable tank that's been up and running for a long time. It's uh, mature, it's stable. You're not going to have ammonia spikes. You're not going to have big parameter swings because it's a new tank that's just uh, settling in. You want something where the ecosystem is established and stabilized. 
you're going to have biofilm growing on stuff, you're going to have algae growing on stuff, and those stable old tanks are going to have a lot of stuff around that the shrimp can graze on between feedings. And in my experience, if you have an old tank that's stable and you put shrimp in it and the shrimp come from you know a decent source, then you're probably going to have success. I would bet you'll have success. So if you're new to shrimp, this is one I think you could try. Very hearty strain. So anyway, if you'd like to win some of these, enter hashtag blue dream in the chat. Hashtag B-L-U-E-D-R-E-A-M. No spaces. Capitalization does not matter. And you will be entered to win some of these beauties. And they really are beautiful, for sure. Okay, so that's the giveaway. Let's get to... Yeah, let's get to the lemon drop. So every month we're going to be releasing a new t-shirt. And that t-shirt... Line of merch. It's it's a hat. It's t-shirts. It's some some hoodies. Um, that line will be available for that month only. And this is the last live stream in December. So we're going to launch January's line now, and then we'll launch February's line, the last live stream of January. So uh, that's how we're going to do it. So this one that I'm wearing, this is boom. Look at that. There we are. It's a, it's a guppy, and I really like it. There's, you don't have to get the lemon drop shirt. There's other options, but blue, for color theory here, this is back from my theater design days. Um, blue is the complementary color to yellow. So I, when we came up with the, the blue guppy, I, I wanted a yellow option because I knew it would pop well. And yeah, I, I like it. I think it works. But if you're not into bright yellow shirts we have other colors as well if you go to the if you go to store on our youtube channel it'll take you and show you all the merchandise in fact let's do it that way that might be better instead of showing you on the back end of teespring because that's not what you'll actually be seeing so let's see if we can show you okay so if you go to the channel you go over to the edge there's a, a tab called store and if you click on that then you should see if it's synced no it hasn't synced yet I literally just uh, activated the the guppy stuff the the, sh the design for January uh, a couple minutes before the stream so that's not active yet okay so I will have to show you here on Teespring but don't worry it'll be live on the store pretty soon so we have some shirts, we have some hoodies. I really like the beanie. It's winter time, so instead of like a baseball cap, we went for a nice, warm, cozy beanie winter hat. And if you click on them, if you're not into lavender, I'm man enough to wear lavender. But if you're not into lavender, you can pick other colors as well. Okay, so I uh, just realized that. And I like this one. I like it has a little bit on the front, and then it's also got the larger design on the back, which I think is cool. So there's a few different designs to choose from, um, and those will be available until, uh, until about February, until the last live stream of February is how that's going to work. Oh, for the members, I just created a, a post on the community tab 
that has the links where the members can go to get their special merchandise. So the members have access to uh, to blue shirts, blue hoodies, blue hats. It's kind of the members only color. So if you're a member of the Fish Fam crew and you want to get the specialized merchandise, uh, check out the community tab and there's a post there where you can click on the links and have access to that stuff. I just think it's a kind of a fun way to I don't know, reward the members, thank the members by giving them something special. So thanks for being a member if you're a member. And hopefully uh, hopefully that makes you feel a little special. And the markup on that stuff is as low as it can be. We don't make anything from the members. Uh, I think I mark them up like $2, maybe $3 above cost. It's just almost nothing. Just enough to kind of pay for the time to to do the thing and not lose money that way, but not enough to make a profit at all. So we're trying to give the members something special. We're trying to do it in a way that um, that we're not making money off of it because they've already given us money by paying the, the membership fee and that's, that's quite enough. So that's how we're working that. Okay, with that, I have some exciting news. We have some amazing fish that we have been able to release recently. One, I don't have a picture of yet. I'm going to have to bring up an old picture because otherwise it's just, yeah, hang on just one sec. Just to give you an idea of how cool this fish is. Okay, let me size it correctly. So the first one is, I'm thrilled to say, we have been able to get some red-eye, red cauliflower swords in again. This is a fish that we tried years ago. Everyone wanted, we sold some, people had some trouble, we had some trouble, we tried again same thing eventually some work was done by a veterinarian they were sent off to a laboratory for histology and we found out that they have a virus so there was a virus that that this strain had and so once we found that out we stopped carrying them because there was only one supplier that we could get them from and their fish had a virus so we just had to not bring them in anymore. So it's been a long time since we've been able to offer this. But I'm happy to announce that we found a new supplier, different country, totally separate. We brought them in and they've been doing great. There were two that had trouble in shipping and didn't recover. They, they came in like in really bad shape from the shipping. Those two. In, in general, everyone that arrived in the bag was was did pretty well but but there were two that were very very stressed we put them in the tank they were laying on the bottom that kind of thing those did not recover but I think those are the only losses we've had from the entire batch unfortunately they were the only two males that were sent so all we have is females but they're nice size they're mature so I'm pretty sure that they're pregnant I'm pretty sure that they'll drop babies because they're more than old enough to have bred and um, I'd be very surprised if they didn't so they're doing so well that I've already decided that the next time this breeder has more available, I'm going to order more. 
because first thing is, are they healthy? And, and yes, they came in great shape. The two that we lost, it was because of a shipping issue. It was not because the stock isn't good. So I'm pretty confident about these fish. I haven't got a picture up yet because this is a picture of one of the fish from the old batch. The new batch looks very, very similar to this, but I want to get a picture of the new batch, those fish, uh, before I post the picture. So um, we do have these, but I don't have a picture up yet of them. We have more of the gold roseline barbs we were able to get more in. And I'm not going to go over every fish because there's a ton, but a couple of special ones. The super red crebensis are amazing. What they are is pelvic acromus pulcher, just your normal common crebensis. But these have been um, bred for decades for high red. And they have a ton of red. So what you're going to end up with is a fish that's just as hardy and peaceful and easy as a normal crebensis but a very specialized, very beautiful morph. So for the next couple of years, this is gonna be a pricey fish. This is gonna be one that uh, everyone's gonna want. And then after a couple of years, enough people will have kept it and bred it that I'm sure the price will drop. So if you're like, man, $69.99 for a pair is too rich for my blood, I totally understand. Uh, wait a while, I'm sure the price will drop. But if you wanna be one of the people that gets in early, and is able to breed some and, and disperse them and things. We have some really nice ones right now. So that's one that I'm really excited about. The Another one that I'm really excited about, and by the way, a perfect batch, super hardy, no losses, almost no stress even. We put them in the tanks and they were just like, yep, we're here, we're happy, where's the food? Like five minutes after we let them out of the bag. So awesome, awesome fish. We were able finally, people have been asking for months because we've been out for a while to get more of these aquarium bred and raised dwarf red-tailed eels. Everyone that's got these in the past has loved them. They really are a beautiful fish, really unique color. Supposedly don't get too big, supposedly only get about seven inches or so. Um, in fact, if anyone that's had these from the first batch that we got in, I think it's been a year, maybe a little more, um, would you let me know how big yours are? Because if you're like, nope, mine's 19 inches, I would like to know that. But all the information I have so far says they're not going to get too big. Maybe around 7 inches, give or take a bit. And the batch we have is perfect. They are not shy at all. The current batch. They're out and in front and begging for food. And I'm going to make a video as soon as I can with this fish and some of the others. Usually when you get eels in, the first thing they want to do is go and hide. But we have two tanks of these and they're out front begging for food all the time. They're not shy. I think it's just because we have a large number of them in each tank. And so there's something about being in a big group where they feel confident. I, I'm not saying that if you buy them, because most people are going to buy, you know, I don't know, three or four, maybe five, six if they want a breeding group. You know, if you don't, in those numbers, they might be normal eels that go and hide. But I'm going to take a video of them as soon as I get a chance because it's so cool to see just a bunch of little baby eels up at the glass begging for food. It's the coolest thing ever. So that's one I'm really excited about. Again, perfect batch. I don't think we've lost any. Uh, Johnny, if you're here, could you correct me if I'm wrong? I know they're in your section, but as far as I know, they've been rock solid. So those are two that are just amazing. This batch of red lizards 
is the best batch we've had in like a year. Maybe we've lost one in the entire batch. And uh, so the Red Lizard Whiptails are doing great. I think that's... I, I, I don't want to go over every fish, but... Let me see if there's any others that that are like I'm super excited about. It's hard not to be excited about all of them. Oh, I already talked, I think, about the Marble Whiptails, so I won't do that again, but we... Well, yes, I will. They're too cool. This is a, a batch of hobbyist bred and raised Marble Whiptails. They're doing fantastic. They're eating pellets. They're eating really well. They're healthy. They're amazing. So that's one that I think is worth mentioning, even though I think I mentioned it another time. So anyway, I'm not going to, you know, shill all night long. I'll stop it there. But I'm excited to have some of the stuff that we have. It's, it's cool stuff. Straight up cool stuff. So... Uh, take a peek if you're in the market. All right, I think, oh, other exciting news. The last little part, it's a resistor. It's just a little electronic piece that we need to put into our control panel so that we can run the new equipment that's going to help us function better um, is being installed tomorrow. So I'm excited about that, finally. Finally, and that's perfect because then we'll have a few days to get that all up and running and smoothed out before uh, the, the shipping Super Bowl hits us next week when we resume, resume shipping in early January. So I'm very excited about that. Tomorrow's going to be busy because we'll be getting that installed and up and running and testing. And in the next couple days, I have to just balance the system out because it's got a new piece of equipment in it now. And so I've been trying really hard to get all the pictures up. We're missing a few. I'm sorry, but we've got most of the fish app pictures. I've been really wanting to do a tour to show you the new stuff on video. Haven't been able to get to that yet. Um, I'm going to do my best, but just realize I'm, we're installing new stuff. We're balancing the entire system, and that, that takes a lot. But once it's up and running then it shouldn't be something that I have to pay continual attention to and I can get back to it. We have an amazing video on green water, what it is, how to take care of it. I know most of you in the chat are like, yeah, I've dealt with green water a million times. I, I get that. But it, I think it's going to be a good video for folks that are new and haven't got green water yet and experience it for the first time, right? They, they got their tank set up in their living room. It's beautiful. And invariably it happens that right before company comes over, like your in-laws are about to come over, right? And the day before it's like, dude, the, the tank looks like pea soup. What happened? <laughs> it was fine yesterday, you know. If you're in that situation uh, and you need some help, that's, that's who we're trying to make the video for. So, um, but, but it's going to be a little while before I can release it because I have to make the thumbnail and I've been tied up with the system. So that's what's going on in my neck of the woods. Let's find out what's going on with all of you people. Before we do that, I want to thank my moderators. Thank you, moderators, for being here and doing what you do every week. I super appreciate it. And thanks to everyone that's a member. Look at all the green in here. All the green names are all members. That's amazing to me. So many members in here. Thanks so much. I truly appreciate it. And thanks to everyone 
who has been generous enough to donate memberships and give memberships away and help people get into the Fishmonger crew. It's, it's much, much appreciated. With that, let's find out what's going on with all you people. The, the first chat I can see that's directed to me is from Liquid Rock Aquatics. Cheers, Liquid Rock. Thanks for being here. A fish so cool that Matthew McConaughey calls it calls on the regular for social media tips. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> fish so cool that Matthew McConaughey wants tips from it, huh? Xenadu, do shipping Super Bowl party fun and Happy New Year wishes. Hey, thanks, Xenadu. I really appreciate that very much. In fact. We might put that to some snacks because it's going to be long days and, you know, it helps when there's some snacks when you're working long days in a row for a week straight. So that might actually go to the Shipping Super Bowl Party Fund. Brian Nepple, any good cold water fish in stock? Yeah, a few. A few. Let me show you. Okay, so anything from Taiwan? So we've got some really interesting fish from Taiwan. Now I know the pictures aren't going to do them justice. But when they're bigger, a lot of these fish look, oops, look really neat. I, okay. <laughs> Hang on. I'm, I'm very bad at my job. We'll do it this way. I just want to show you what more mature ones look like. So this is Candida barbata. Here you go. There's a good picture of, of a mature one. It reminds me of a dace or a shiner. It gets those turbicles when it's spawning. And the, we, the reason we brought it in, honestly, is because it's a fish we had never seen, never kept. And so we're like, well, let's, let's see what that is. You know, we do that a lot with different fish. Here's another picture of one, another picture of one. So that's Candida barbata. Um, the other one here, the Zako, Taiwan hill trout. Let's see what those look like. Get these, here you go. Again, like a basically a, a minnow. Um, here's another picture of one. Then here's another picture of one. This one must be colored up for spawning season. So there's quite a difference between, you know, I'm colored up for spawning season and our picture of like, I'm a juvenile, not colored up yet. But I think these are going to turn into some really beautiful fish once they have a chance to mature. But I, I've never seen them before. Like, we, we brought them in because we're like, well, that looks cool. We have some bitterlings that are amazing. Cup, these guys right here. The picture isn't showing it real well, but they get nice pink tones on them and bright orange margins on the fins. So bitterlings will survive. We have rainbow shiners. Uh, maybe we sold out. 
There they are. Oh, we have a few left. Rainbow Shiners. One of the most stunningly beautiful fish in all the world, honestly. Especially some locations. We have several Rhinogobius. All these Rhinogobius gobies. I'd have to see where each one is from, but a lot of them from China and Taiwan um, can do really well in cooler temperatures. And I think all of these come from China and Taiwan. Korea, Japan, yeah, so that could take cold water. Korean Peninsula, Taiwan, yeah, that can take cold water. So I think in general the Rhinogobius would be fine. Um, any of the Caridina or Neocaridina, not any. The cherry shrimps and bee shrimps would be fine. The, the Caridina shrimps from the Sulawesi area would not be fine. They, they'd need it hot. What else do we have? Uh, there's probably some other stuff, but that's what, that's what pops. Oh, we have some long fin white clouds. That's what pops into my head, though, when I think of cold water fish. Um, any, anyone, though, that knows of any other fish we have that's cold water, if you wouldn't mind listing it for Brian so that he can take a look-see. Thick fish. Welcome to the Fishmonger Crew. Thanks for joining up. And that is a great username. <laughs> Cat with corn dog. I've decided to stop buying fish off eBay. Gonna just shop at one eBay store I trust and dance fish. Well, I'm thrilled that we made the mark. I'm thrilled we made the cut. In general, I think we do a good job. We did, we did get our first not great review in forever today. Um, it's a three out of five. This is a customer that has done many, 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 many orders with us. And it looks like on this one, things didn't go as planned. But I know that all their other orders have. But when you, you have to scroll for a while before you see another problem. So every now and then, we do screw something up. But in general, well, I just, I just actually have the data. It's very rare. It's a small, small percentage of the orders. So um, I'm glad that we made the cat, the, the cat, the cut cat with corn dog. Thanks for trusting us. And I hope we can uh, continue to de deserve that trust. It is our focus. The entire team is focused on doing this in such a way that it's good for the fish and good for the customer. Um, despite the occasional screw up. And you know, it's hard. We're dealing with live animals. We can't put a barcode on them. They swim around, so some, and they're not always fully mature, so it can be hard to sex them. You put the net in the tank, they all scatter and, and color down. You know, so there's, for all the things that that can go wrong with the live animal. I'm not talking about just like survival, but I'm talking about accuracy of filling the orders. I can't, the, the fish doesn't have a barcode on it, right? I can't scan it and put it in the box and know, oh, that's right. I, you have to kind of, <laughs> you can put a barcode on an aquarium, you can put a barcode on a bag, but the fish itself, you can't. And so there's, there's all kinds of things that can happen. So when I look at how complex it is to 
with the amount of inventory we have to to not just make it so the fish is healthy and arrives healthy, but also so that people get the correct fish, uh, get what they ordered. I'm thrilled that we don't have more mistakes. Like we do, we do very well for the challenge that that we face every day. So, um, yeah, I just I have the best team ever. Everyone's focused on it. It's our mission, and it really is what drives us. So. Yeah, we screw up occasionally, but uh, not much. However, I am going to disappoint you a little bit, Cat with Corn Dog, because no, we don't have any orange zebra autos yet. I mean, it's been the holidays, so we haven't brought in anything new for a while. In in the the uh, the fish that were just listed that just went live on the website are from a different supplier than the one we can get the orange zebra autos from. Spinster sister, good to hear from you spinster. What is the name of the redfish possibly pregnant? Oh, it's a uh, well let me show you it. It's the cauliflower sword tail. Which I always have a hard time spelling cauliflower. It's the Red Vienna Cauliflower Swordtail. Um, looks like is what we're calling them this time. Last time I called them Red Eye Red, but they come from a different supplier. So supposedly these have some Vienna in them. I'm not the guy. I, I don't know the fine details of Swordtail genetics, but I think if you cross a, is it a Simpsons? hyphen with something else then a small percentage get the cauliflower and I, I, I read about it once a long time ago but it's, it's this one here again we do not have the picture yet frankly because I took the picture and then I accidentally deleted the pictures from that card so <laughs> I've got to I've got to retake those got a lot of pictures but there's the coolie loaches and, and those. What else is on that aisle? Whatever was on that aisle. I, I took the pictures and then got distracted and did another thing and another thing and then, uh, you know, formatted the wrong card. So, sorry about that. The Fish Guy 5, getting more African Tetras. Yes, but not in the next couple of weeks or anything like that. But yes, we do want to bring more in. In fact, we have a few more that we're about to release. At least one tank that we're about to release. I think they're Fantastiques, but they came in labeled something else. But the more they settle in, the more I think they're Fantastique. So I, I need to get a good picture of those. I need to get the ID confirmed before I list them. But they're healthy and happy and ready to go. I just need the time to actually uh, confirm ID before I sell them. Because right now I'm like, I think I should list them as Fantastiques, but I want to make sure. I, we, that's something else we screw up. Everyone does. There's a big problem in this industry and the hobby in general of you order something and you might get something else. And it might not be labeled or it might be labeled wrong, or you order something and, like we had a shipment recently, when a few weeks ago, none of the bags were labeled. And it's like, these are guppies. 
how can I tell these females apart? Which females go with which males? Like, why would you send me <laughs> multiple bags of female guppies without a label on them? I, like, <laughs> so there's all kinds of stuff where what we get sometimes is not labeled correctly, and sometimes we don't know it's not labeled correctly. And so there's all kinds of issues in the industry, not just here, but everywhere with IDs. So we, we do try to take extra time to find out what something is if we have any question before we list it for sale. And a lot of you folks have been very helpful. There's some people that really know their quarries or their rainbows or their what, what, whatever group of fish it is, uh, gobies and loaches that chime in when we have something listed and they're like, well, actually that's this. And often when we look into it, we find out, you know what, they're right. Or a lot of the fish we have are so, I don't know if you call it new, but there's not a lot of information out there on them. And so we're like, well, you know better than we do, so we're gonna take your word for it until we hear something better. So there is some of that that happens just because of how slippery IDs are in the industry. Big Shrimpin' aka Steve C. I'm having FOMO real bad on those eels. Do you think you'll ever get them again or should I jump on this? I, I, I don't think you should jump on it. I think you should wait until you have something set up for them, it's stable, and you're really ready. Um, we'll get them again. I mean, I hope. I never know when the breeder's going to have them, right? So these are bred and raised in, in aquariums by a hobbyist. So it's not like a lot of people are doing this. But whenever they have excess stock, yeah, we, we buy as many as we can. I mean, I tried to get 100. We might have ended up with like 40. So it's not that they're super commonly available, but I don't think this person is going to stop breeding them anytime soon. Like literally, whenever they have any available, I buy them all. So there, there's no reason for them to be like, I can't sell these. So I think we'll get more. But for the good of the fish, I if the reason you're saying should I wait is because you don't have the proper setup for them or... or something like that, then, then definitely wait. I, I don't think impulse buying is ever the right choice when it comes to animals. I think the right choice is let's get the environment for them all set up, let's make sure we're all ready to go, so when the animal comes it has the best chance of doing well. So, I, I mean, I would like to sell them to you for sure. You know, we are a business, we do need to make some money, but let's do what's right for the animal. Mm. Sometimes water is so good, especially when your water source is like I, like the mountain right outside my window. That's where the water comes from, the snow runoff. Killers Aquatics and Reptiles, do the eels have dither fish? No, the eels are alone in the aquarium. The only dithers for the eels are the other eels in the tank. Now, I don't think dither fish would be a bad idea. Uh, eels are 
not the quickest feeders though. I mean, they learn when it's feeding time and they'll come out, but how they eat is they kind of go around like slurp one up and go around and slurp another one up, right? They're not the quickest eaters, even though they rush out for the food when it's feeding time. So um, I think dithers are something you could totally do with these eels, as long as it's something that isn't so quick to the food, they'll outcompete them. But nope, there are no dithers in that tank. Pony girl, any aquarium raised cardinal tetras on the horizon? Yeah, are they not listed? Um, we do have some, and they're good. They're good. Okay, let's try this cardinal. If they're not listed, yeah, there they are. No, they're not listed. Uh, Johnny, could you fix that? We have some that for sure should be listed, Pony Girl. I'm not sure how they got missed. But they did. They got missed. They're ready to go. Kelly Foreman throwing down a super chat with Kitty Love. <laughs> Happy New Year. Right back at you. So my cat the other day claimed my winter hat. I had my winter beanie on the couch. You know, you take it off, you throw it on the back of the couch. Then when you leave, you pick it up to put it back on. Well, I was leaving, I picked it up to put it back on, and the cat had claimed it. <laughs> the cat was laying on it and was like, you ain't getting this back, buddy. You know, so I got a new beanie. <laughs> That's the cats now. The Fish Guy 5, thanks a lot for bringing in purple rasboras. You're welcome. I'm pleasantly, I'm pleased with them. The risk when you bring that stuff in is a lot of times to set those you know the super blue colors or the super reds or the purples you know you have to a lot of times the they'll be so inbred if 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 the line is set irresponsibly then you get a lot of problems i'm happy to say that i think this line was set fairly responsibly because yes there are a couple spines that aren't exactly perfect but in general they look like it was done right they look like they're not super inbred. Shoot, chat just jumped. So I'm scrolling up to at TJC. My epistopher, I've been free swimming for a week now. Congratulations. That is amazing. Right on. How long will they need special care? Essentially, I'm asking how long will I have to baby them? Probably not long. They just have to get big enough that they have enough fat on them and they can eat enough in a sitting and they aren't growing so fast that they need food in front of them all the time. You know, once they're about, I don't know, around a quarter inch or so, you can, you know, feed twice a day and they'll be fine. The growth will slow a bit, but they'll be fine. So I would say you could get to a quarter inch if you're feeding high quality food frequently and uh, they, they have fresh water, clean water. It's hard to say exactly because every environment's different. Temperature plays a role and all that. But I would say within a month, I think you could be there. But they'll tell you as well like if if they're two weeks old and maybe you and you're feeding four times a day I don't know what you're doing but let's say it's four times a day maybe try cutting out one of the feedings and just observe and see 
are they doing okay or are their their tummies really flat? Did, you know, is are they able to retain or do they need that feeding still? So you can kind of play it by ear, but I would say for you know after they've been free swimming for a week now, it might even be as close to like two weeks when they're kind of big and stable enough that, that you could cut back the feeding a little bit. Lady Rorschach says those rainbow shiners are pretty gorgeous. It's an amazing species, and that that picture is awesome. So that's the the Cahaba strain. Uh, I know Dragon Layer can tell us about that area. There, there's different rivers, right, that have uh, rainbow shiners in them, and some of them have that brilliant blue on them. And the Cahaba is one of those. My friend Stan Sung went and collected those, and that's his picture. So I'm borrowing Stan's picture. The ones we have for sale are small and don't have color yet. But I'm happy to say, as far as I know, the people that have bought them, they've eventually colored up. I know there's someone, I forget who, but it, it took several months. But recently, a few live streams ago, they were like, they finally colored up. And I was like, yes. <laughs> so it can take a little while, but it'll happen if you're patient. Fishy on Tank Tanks, blue baddest, please. I, I'm trying. I've ordered them a few times, and they have been shorted. I'll keep trying. I like baddest baddest a lot. Dragon Layer, my nephew's out collecting natives this week with three guys from up north. They drove down for a week of collecting. Uh, one day, Dragon Layer, I'm going to come knocking on your door, and I'm going to say, hey, where's that nephew? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I really want to do that. I want to collect those. I want to collect some darters. I want to collect some studfish. Uh, yeah. I think Alabama's an amazing place. As far as freshwater fish is concerned. Jacob Metzer, what are your thoughts on pelvic acromus taniatus compared to the super reds? I like them both. The thing I like about the taniatus is the subtlety. Let me see if I can show this. Okay, let's take a little field trip, folks. Pelvic acromus. And there's all the different locations, of course, but what I like about the Taniatus is kind of the subtleties. Let's look at this one, for example. You have all those little subtle dots and spots in the tail and the dorsal fin. You don't necessarily get that so much. Um, Look at that, the yellow on it. I mean, I like them both a lot. Oh, that's that's Nigerian red again. Let's go with a different location. Taniatus Lowy. So, see all this beautiful, like, striations and, and little patterns on the tail? If you're looking at Pelvic Acromus Pulcher, and there are different locations of Pulcher for sure, but if you're looking to Pulcher, you don't have that. This is plenty beautiful, but it's it's bold, it's in your face, which is nice. You know, that means that from far away you're going to see it and it's going to draw your eye. But there's something that I like about subtlety, and there's just something a little more subtle about, about the patterning of some of the Taniatis locations. So, um, I don't know. I like them both. I would say if you're into bold, I would definitely recommend the, the Pulcher. The Super Reds are boldly colored. 
If you're into subtlety, then Taniatis. Jennifer Weaver, what are the new Emperor Tetras? I've got to get a picture of those. Um, they're really cool. And they're doing great. So we are talking about the giant spotted Emperor Tetra. Let me see if I can find a picture that actually is representative of them. Yeah, these, these look pretty good. I would say that this is a very accurate picture of them, except for the dots on the top half of the fish are kind of red, if I remember right. Oh, here we go. See how it's red up there? So it's a really neat fish. Very, very cool fish. And pretty big, pretty good sized. But this is my first time ever having them. So I don't have a lot of information on them. All I can tell you is, is that the group is doing well. It's hard. It's eating everything. It's acting like fish should. It's acting like Tetris should. But as far as any particulars, I don't know much about them because they're new to me. But they look really cool. They're really interesting. Mountain Greenery. Nice yellow shirt. The Lemon Drop. Yes, this is the new Dance Fish shirt. This is the, uh, the January line. The Guppy, right? We did a design on the Guppy. It'll be available from today um, through most of January. The last live stream of January, we will tell you what the shirt is for February. So when will that be? That'll be January 25th, I guess. Yeah. Liquid Rock Aquatics. Before I get to that, though, I used to wear really brightly colored shirts a lot. And then there was an issue with, then I got a new camera, and there was an issue with, like, the light balance, if I wore bright color stuff. Like, I like tie-dye. I used to wear some cool tie-dye. But... And then there would be funky reflections. And, like, you can see the reflection behind me over this shoulder in the tank. If I was wearing black or dark blue, that wouldn't be as noticeable. So, I don't know. There are some reasons not to wear it when you're filming, but I don't know. Sometimes you want a bright, happy shirt. Sometimes you want a lemon drop shirt. Okay, liquid rock aquatics. Everything can't go perfect every time, but you can do your best every time, and it shows. Yeah. That's exactly right, and that's generally it pays off. And not only do your best, but also plan processes, procedures, and ways of doing things that guarantee things will go right as much of the time as possible. Yeah, and and I know that it's not like I get a, a bad comment and it crushes us. It's a reality check. It's something that's like, oh, okay, let's make sure this doesn't happen again, right? So, yeah, it's the nature of the beast. Carmos Creations, what are your, do your coolie loaches look like? Last time I checked, I saw no picture. Are they the standard or the black? They're the standard. And I, I have some pictures, but I've got to get more. But they look just like the giant. I don't think they are the giant, but it's the same pattern, this kind of standard pattern of the yellow on the dark. I can't remember if the yellow bands are a little wider than they are on the giants, but 
standard pulley loach is what we've got. Which, I mean, that's the one I prefer. I, I mean, I like the reds and the blacks and the silvers and all that, but the yellow and black or yellow and you know brown really is what they are. That standard coolie loach pattern, I just think is so cool. I think it's really pretty. SWFL Treasure Detecting asks if we have Neolamprologus Neolamprologus Prashardi. I don't. I don't have any Neolamprologus right now. But I do plan to bring some stuff in. So I, I've got a, a friend that has been keeping and breeding cichlids forever. And when I was in college, when I was at UC Santa Barbara, and uh, I also went to school down in Los Angeles, I would drive to his house, I would buy a bunch of fish because he bred a ton of fish. I would take them back to my place and then I would sell them on Aquabid and that's part of how I paid for college. He's a good friend, known him for years and so I am going to dabble a little bit with some of his stock. When I moved to Sheridan, Wyoming, I kind of got out of cichlids because the water here is very soft, like two degrees hardness, like 2 dgh, 21, like 12 parts per million. When it's really hard, it might be as high as 20, 21 parts per million. So really soft water. Now that we're in this new space, we have access to nice hard water, mineral rich water. So I am planning on bringing in some stuff from my old friend who breeds them and, and doing, doing some more of them. I did bring in some dragon bloods and OB peacocks from Israel because I wanted to see what the Israel fish were like. And so far they've been doing great and they look pretty darn good. They are not hormoned. I should show you guys this. Israel. In fact, I should have. Wait, I spelled Israel wrong. A E L. So we did bring in some fish from Israel. We have some guppies from there. We also have dragon blood. Those aren't listed yet. Okay, so we haven't listed the dragon bloods, the OB peacocks yet, but we do have some, some more fish from Israel that we'll be listing soon. We haven't listed them yet, and it's not because they're not doing well, it's just because we haven't got them up yet. <laughs> so we've, we've had a ton of stuff to list, and we just haven't got around to those specific ones yet. But yeah, we're, we're going to dabble with some of the Rift Lake stuff and uh, see how that goes. Which is great. For the longest time, I didn't think I would ever do that because we had soft water. And then when we got this place and figured out, hey, there's, there's mineral-rich water available here, it's like, hey, maybe we could do some. Chris Resker, will you guys have any autosynclus in any time soon? We will. We have a batch in quarantine right now. It's going to uh, take a little while for them to... They're fat, but some of them... I don't know what causes this, but every now and then you'll get a bag of fish where the tails degenerate a little bit. I don't know if it's because they got ammonia burn when they were shipping or what, but I don't think so because usually when you get ammonia burn, you also get a lot of 
of death because it burns the gills as well as the tails. So not quite sure, but that's all resolving. They're fat. They're eating really well. They're eating zucchini. They're eating algae wafers. They're, they're transitioned to prepared foods. We just want the tails to grow back a little bit before we sell them. So don't know what causes that. So healthy fish waiting for some fins to recover. Del Cantrell, is there any fun way we could include plants into the shipping report? Oh, such as how they're doing, which ones are growing well for you, what the best looking ones is at that time, etc. Yeah, I think Del, when I get a little more comfortable with plants, I can do that. Yes, I could do that. I know hardly enough about plants, though, to even comment on them right now. So it's going to take <laughs> it's going to take me a little while before I can do that. But yeah, I could walk through and be like, "Hey, these look great today." So, yes, yeah, I could I could do something like that. I don't know what'll start, but it's not a bad idea. Okay, I'm scrolling because chat jumped again. Naughty chat. Naughty, naughty. 354 folks are here. Thanks for being here, folks. Thanks for spending your Wednesday evening with us. If you don't mind taking a moment, sharing this out to all your ex-lovers, we could grow the chat and make it lively in here. Okay, I'm scrolling still. Whew. Okay. Oh, perfect. It stopped at Del Cantrell's comment. That's the next one I could see. <laughs> Perfect. So I didn't miss anybody. Johnny, the Cardinals that were listed have already sold out. Oh, that's what happened. Okay. So um, we might be listing some more. Typically when we list fish for sale, we don't list all the ones we have available. We want to make sure that the ones we send arrive in good shape before, you know, if there's any problems, we want to hold some back so we could replace them. Luckily, that's almost never something we have to do, but we do want to hold some back. And the other reason we do that is fish are hard to count. So if we have a hundred, we're like, I think we have a hundred, but we're not quite sure. Let's list 75. <laughs> and once we ship all those out and then we can count the few that are left, but it's, it's part of it is just, you can't count them. So uh, we'll see if we have any more to list. Uh, when, Johnny, when you come in tomorrow, would you take a look? And if we have some more, let's list them. But it, we might be truly sold out too. So, yeah, sorry about that, the person that wanted them. I will say, though, I'm super proud of our Cardinal Tetris. One of the, one of the best moments I've had uh, doing this as a business was there was a gentleman out of Texas. I, I don't know if you're here. But if you are, you'll know who I'm talking about, um, who had tried Cardinal Tetris many, many times and never had success. They always did badly for them. And I know why. The, the supply chain is not good to Cardinal Tetris. But we found a few good suppliers, so ours are pretty rock solid. So that person had given up and I was like, hey, try these. I promise they'll do well for you. If they don't, I'll, I'll refund all your money, including the shipping costs, and uh, and you'll know that, that you just can't do them. But it's a supply chain issue. That's not a, a weak fish. 
it's just treated poorly in the supply chain. This batch is doing awesome. I think they'll work for you. They tried them, and after years and years of trying, they finally had success. That's, that's the kind of thing that just, that makes me happier than anything. I'm very proud of our Cardinal Tetris, so I think they're gonna do well for you. I think they're gonna be worth the wait if we're sold out. We'll get more in. Coro works. You should try, oh, how do you say that? I know, I always say like Moona, but I know that's wrong. Moena, Moena cultures. They're a bit bigger, more prolific breeders than Daphnia. Yeah, I'm familiar with Moena. One day we'll have a big like stock pond where we can raise some of that stuff. Mr. B's CPDs. Do you think the Taiwan hill trout would be all right with blue spotted hill trout? I do. I have a, a I have five. Sorry, reading's hard. <laughs> Let me restart this. <clears throat> I have five and a 125 along with six roseline barbs, no heater in that tank. Yes, I think that they would get along fine with both those species. If you do decide to try some, would you leave a note at checkout that they're going in with hill trouts and to send you the larger ones? Because hill trouts get decent sized and I think the smallest ones we have could get swallowed up by the hill trout. Or, or do you have a, a different tank you could keep them in to grow them big enough? I'm pretty sure we have some that are good sized though. That would be fine. Anyway, if that's an issue, if you're like, no, they've got to go in the 125 right now, uh, leave us a note just so that we can make sure we're not sending you something that could get swallowed by a large hill trout. Spotted hill trout. Okay, scrolling down, there we go, Dragon Layer. The best ones color-wise, I think we're talking about Rainbow Shiners, come from Monroeville, Alabama. Brighter red and electric blue. Awesome, I, I would love to see them. The Cahaba's the best one I've seen so far, but if there's, a, if there's a prettier one out there, Dragon Layer, that's gonna blow my mind. I don't know when I can do that. We're, I think I've got another year of like real startup mode. Um, and one day I'll be able to go on that collecting trip and I don't think it's that far down the future, but I don't think it's this, this coming spring or summer or fall. And I'd probably want to go, well, the spring would be awesome because you could see them in all their glory, but I'd probably want to go later in the year when they're not spawning because when they're all hyped up on those hormones my friends that collect shiners and things like that when they collect them and they're all fired up to spawn they don't they don't do well shipping wise they're so raging with hormones that literally sometimes you'll net them and they'll die in the net from what i understand so i mean, maybe you know better than i do about that but kenny Basotina, any rummy nose tetras coming soon? Yeah, we have rummy nose. Don't we? Don't we? Let's look here. I mean, I, I've got a couple nice tanks of rummy nose there. Did we sell out? We might be sold out. 
So part of the thing about not shipping for a little while around the holidays is we'll have fish and I'll see them, but they'll be sold. They'll be sold, but not shipped yet because we're not shipping. So we've got, <laughs> oh man, I, I don't know if there's any more available to list or not. Um, Johnny will get on that tomorrow, but if not, I'm sorry because you missed out on a beautiful batch of rummy notes. But I think we maybe have, no, we might be truly sold out. I don't know. If we are sold out, I'll bring more in. Yes, Kenny. I've got some good suppliers for those. Now would be a good time to insert an ad. Creators earn more money inserting ads the more viewers are watching. Give it a try. Yeah, let's not. Let's not. I, I do enough, like, selling of my own stuff. You guys don't need advertisements on top of that. <laughs> I'm like one big walking, talking advertisement. <laughs> Mountain Greenery. I mean look at my shirt <laughs> for crying out loud I'm like in company wrapping mountain greenery how do we buy the yellow shirt in Canada oh I think Teespring ships to Canada without any problem okay let's let's try this can I link it there's got to be a way for me to share this right ooh is this a company that does not allow you to share? They don't know what they're missing. Okay, there's another way. There's another way I can do this. Just a moment here. Let's see here. Guppy. Okay, share the link to you. I think I'm posting a link down below here, January Guppy, and I think that might let you do it. I mean, Teespring ships to Canada, right? They have to. Does Teespring ship to Canada? No! Really? That shocks me. It looks like there's a solution if you want to... Does Teespring ship to Canada? No, but we found a solution. So I don't know if that would be helpful to you. Um, well, I'm sorry about that. I'm very surprised that a company as large as Teespring that sells like, you know, dry goods, shall we say? <laughs> it doesn't ship to Canada. Like, if they sold live animals, I would get it. Live plants, I get it. That's hard to do. There's all kinds of restrictions around that. But t-shirts? Wow, Mountain Greenery, I'm sorry. I had no idea. I, I figured they would. Obviously, there's something I don't know about the difficulties of selling clothing in Canada. Because I would think that would be an automatic market for them. Scott Kahala! Have you seen albino paleotis? I've had them in the 90s. They were a great fish. I have not been able to find them anywhere. I would love to add them to my fish room. I have not sought out albino paleotis, so I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I, I don't remember seeing them, but I could have. It's not something I've been looking for, so I might not have noticed. 
Hope you can find them though. Mile High Plecos, hello my friend. Mikey Trevor, I hope you're doing awesome. We saw negative 30 also, oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's been a treat. And then this week it's been up in the 50s. Like Wyoming is very bipolar with the weather for sure. That's the best way to describe it, I think. That the weather in Wyoming is somewhat bipolar. Freezing cold and then a week later it'll all melt off because now it's in the 50s. Sage P. Lindsay, I have a single purple rasbore, it has red eyes. Are they different morph or different fish? I don't know. I mean, the one I have is just a morph. It's a line bred morph of your, your standard, I don't know, pork chop rasbore, if you will. But yours has red eyes. Huh. Uh, maybe that's a different fish? I, I'm not sure. Okay, I'm scrolling up because chat jumped. Oh, that was Mountain Greenery. Okay, cool. Oh, good. It didn't jump so far that I can't get to these. Carmo's Creations. Did you ever try surfing while in Santa Barbara? Oh, yeah, of course. I still have my old wetsuit in my closet somewhere. Like, there's an irrational part of my mind that's like, oh, you're totally going to go surfing again. And you're totally going to still fit in that wetsuit. <laughs> Yeah, I had a surfboard and a wetsuit and all that. Yes, of course. I miss the warm, clear water, seeing the leopard sharks and the Garibaldi, California state fish. Yeah. Carmos Creations, I miss it too. I, I literally was a couple blocks away from the beach. My, my home, you just we put the kids in the stroller because they were little babies at the time and just walked down to the beach. It was amazing. My office at the university, my office window, I, I literally saw the ocean. I was 200 yards from the ocean. Yeah, I miss Santa Barbara. Mmm, it's a great place. Steven Marvin, did you get any rams from Israel? I didn't. I don't keep my tanks warm. I, I keep my tanks about 79 degrees. I wouldn't want to keep rams in anything less than about 82, and I'd really prefer to keep them at 84 to 86 degrees. So I, I did not do any rams. Now, there is someone, a supplier, that's telling me that they don't keep their rams in, in hot water and they do fine. But, but I'm not comfortable with it. Maybe, maybe someday I will be, but I'm not comfortable keeping rams at low temperatures. I hear they have amazing rams. I'm just not set up to do it properly. Jerry Serple Morris. Hey, I have a blue panda endlers. The males look good once they grow out, but they take a while to color up. How long should I wait to sell them, in your opinion? Well, if, if they're, I don't know, around an inch or so, three quarters of an inch to an inch, even if they haven't colored up yet, that's plenty big to sell them. We, we get fish all the time that are juveniles, and we just have to pay the juvenile price and sell them at a juvenile price, and as long as we tell our customers they're this big, or they're juveniles, or they don't have color yet, or whatever, it's fine. Now, you can't charge as much as you could for a fully radiant, beautiful fish, but personally, as a hobbyist, I prefer to get the juvenile fish. I want to raise them up. I, a lot of fish don't get a lot of their really full development colors and finage until they're a little long in the tooth, and I'd rather get nice, vibrant, young ones. 
and grow them up. But but that's that's just me. A lot of people want to be able to buy a fish and put it in the tank and have immediate you know gratification, and and that's fine too. I mean, I'm not judging them, but I'd rather get them young than perhaps spent breeders and things like that. Mr. B's CPDs. I have tanks for grow out. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Then it won't be a problem even if they arrive a little small. That's good. That's good. Chat did its thing. I must be so far behind. What, it's 810? I don't feel like I'm that far behind. 366 folks are here. Thanks for being here, everybody. Really glad you're hanging out with us. Scott Kahala. Oh, I already got that one. That's funny, chat jumped, but not so far that I can't see the previous comments. Odd. Okay. Oh yeah, Punchy Paint saying, Brenda will be singing after this stream. That's right, my wife will be uh, performing at 8.30. She'll be singing a New Year's song to bring in the New Year. So if you would like to listen to my BFF and my wife, uh, she has a YouTube channel, I'll link that a little later, and Punchy Paints has linked it as well. We're only 22 away from a new chat record. Get your X's in here. Yep, okay, everyone, 370. Take a moment to invite all your X lovers to the stream. We can break a record. I said, I said 370, and it dropped to 367. It never fails. I think it failed once. <laughs> That's it. Ryan Fish Adventures. Hello, Ryan. Thanks for being here. What have you found to keeping filters from sucking up small fish and shrimp? Oh, I always cover them with something. Uh, a chorus sponge is my favorite. So all the tanks that we have that have shrimp and small fish in them, the, the overflow is covered with a sponge to keep them from getting sucked out. So yeah, you've just got to cover it. The more chorus the sponge, some of our sponges are too fine. The more coarse the sponge, the better because then it clogs less quickly as long as it's not so coarse that the little things can get through them and get out, right? So that's kind of the limit. Got it. You want it somewhat coarse, but not so coarse that they'll get through it. Kurt Brudding. Kurt Brudding, thank you. How are your hovering zebra loaches doing? Amazing. Yeah, Johnny, we haven't had problems with those, right? Those are doing fantastic. I think they've been doing good for like a month or more. Can you provide any insight on these awesome loaches, please? You and your team rules. Thank you. My team does rule. Sometimes I drool, but I try to rule. The team, though, they always rule. Kurt, the hovering zebra loaches are awesome. They are basically... They remind me a lot of, a, of like a rosy loach, but a little bit bigger. They have nice striping on the body. They're very outgoing. You put the food in, the horde comes out. Now, and they, they will get on the bottom, but they're not a typical loach, like a botia type loach that just stays on the bottom most of the time. They'll, they'll hover around just like the name says, more like a lower third of the aquarium. Well, lower tenth of the aquarium, but not always on the bottom. Although they will go on the bottom too. So they remind me actually a lot of Kerasidium tetras in a way or rosy loaches. I like the stripes on them. They're eating uh, all kinds of prepared foods. They're not picky. So yeah, I think, they're, I think they're doing great. They are one that we took a little longer to list when they first came in because 
we had some losses and we wanted to get them on prepared foods and things. But once they settled in and, and everything, I think they've been doing good for, I, I seriously think it's over a month. Johnny, correct me if you know different, but yeah, those are in Mandy's section, but I see them all the time. I really like that tank. So I do, I do tend to stop and stare at that tank. Coro works. You should look at wind foiling. All right. Wind foiling. Is this a plant? Oh, I see what you're saying. The sport. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that would be awesome. I mean, I don't live on the beach anymore. But absolutely, that would be fun. Mountain Greenery. Have you ever bred pea puffers? I'm sure that they bred, but I've never raised them up, so no, I, I don't count that. I've never uh, set them up and tried to breed them. But others have. There's, there's some videos on YouTube about breeding them. There's some information out there. But I have not done it, no. All right. We are at 378. What's our record, Kaler's Aquatics? I think we're getting close. Okay, I'm scrolling because chat jumped. This is, this is what happens. I, I don't stay at the bottom of the chat and like wait for comments to come in in real time. I, I, I look at the chat. I look at the comments and questions as like a jumping off point. And so I, I take my time with them. And so I'm always behind in the chat. And YouTube doesn't like that. So it's constantly jumping down to the bottom saying like, hey, you should be here. You should be here. <laughs> Stop telling me what to do, YouTube. So I have to occasionally scroll to get back up when it does that. Okay, here we are. Some dude. I like it. Remaining anonymous, but showing us that they're still chill. Some dude. The dude abides. Hey, Dan, do the Melanotanea species Lengaroo grow large, like seven inches? I think you mentioned that they grow large. Yeah, I think Lengaroo is the largest um, of the Melanotanias, if I remember right. And they're, they're amazing. There we are. Should take us to Angfa. Oh, are they? Maybe here we can find out. This is a good site. Does it tell us the site? I mean, th this is the right fish. That is what they look like. I'm not seeing much in the way of information. Yeah. I... Oh, shoot. Uh, anyway, um, I think I remember, I was doing research and I think I remember that's right. Is that the one or is it the very, oh, don't want to give the wrong information. Or was it the Van Herneri? I don't know why. Max size eight inches. It might, I might've been confusing them. These came in on the same order with the Van Herneri or Van Herni. By the way, I need to get another picture of these. These have started developing their color. Uh, when I took this picture, they hadn't yet. They're looking pretty darn good. 
So I need to get a new picture. This looks like it's the big one, whereas the other one... Okay, just Lengaroo then. I think it has a CF in it. What? Is it Lengaroo? How did you spell it? Um, Lenguru. Why can I not see it? Lenguru. There it is. I'm going to have to research that again. I... I can't remember if it was... If these also got big, like the Van Herneri. I'm probably saying that wrong, but, um, or not. Some dude, I'm sorry, I, I just don't remember. Does anyone here know, are there any bowheads in the, in the chat that can help clear that up? Matt, doing my first fist, my first swap is a vendor soon. Any tips for bagging the fish? Oh, Matt, oh, Matt, of course. I've got a video for you. If you go to my channel, there's, or just in YouTube, search Dan's Fish Shipping. There's several videos on shipping in there. And they go over the whole entire thing. But that's, that's the best way I've found to do it. And I share all the details of that in those videos. Killers Aquatics and Reptiles throwing down 50 big ones. Thanks, Bob. I really appreciate that. Thanks for the, 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 the pipster. <laughs> and the super chat. Much appreciated. So here, did we beat the record? 385? Oh, yeah. That's nice. That's nice. The other... Oh, 387 was the previous, or is that how high we reached here? I think we set a record. That's awesome. We set a record... 387 was the record. We're at 389 right now. That's awesome. And we might have been a little higher before that. That's amazing. We set a record. And we didn't even do like, you know, we didn't have to give away some like super white plecos or $500 gift certificates to do it. It just happened organically. That is super cool. It always feels good to like, you know, break a record, meet a new milestone. But it especially feels good when you weren't trying to do it. Like, there's been times when we do big giveaways, and it's not because I'm trying to break a record, but those tend to be the times, of course, when the viewership record is broken just because people want... 390! We can do 400. Come on, guys. We can do this. 10 more. I know you've got another ex-lover. I, I know that they're a little crazy, and you might have to reinsert the restraining order after you invite them, but we're two away from 400. Take one for the team. Invite, invite the crazy one. Invite the stalker into the stream. 396, we're so close. Anyway, um, yeah, totally organic too. I mean, we're giving away some Blue Dream shrimp. They're pretty cool, but it's, you know, it's not a thousand bucks or 398, we're so close. Okay, no one can leave <laughs> for just a couple minutes till we get two more, two more. All right, all right, I know, I know we can do it. We just have to dip into the crazy pool. Oh, we went down, someone couldn't, someone was like, no, no. 
<laughs> okay, well, we'll see. We'll see if we get there. But Matt, check those videos out. If you have any follow-up questions, you can send us an email. Hello at dancefish.com. That's H-E-L-L-O at dancefish.com. We got to 398. We're at 396 now. We were two away from 400. Oh, so close. It could still happen. 401! Yes! 401! Now we have to get to 420, right? <laughs> 401 is good for today. We'll call it good. Thank you, everybody. That's awesome. Thanks for putting us over the top. I'm sure some of you like logged in on a couple accounts just to help out. We'll take it. We'll take it. We'll, we're calling it good. Calling it good. Boom. 400 right now. Our peak was 401. That is super cool. 402. All right. Good, good, good. Shrimpin', big shrimpin', a.k.a. Steven, or Steve C., what is that big pellet I've seen you guys feed in some videos? That is Hikari Massivore Delight. And I'm going to put a link here. Be better at this amazon.com slash okay i'm gonna put a link here because we do have we do have an affiliation with amazon and so i'm gonna link our uh little affiliate store here and if you were to go to Amazon and purchase them there, then we get a little kickback, which would help us out. So I've posted the link. To our Amazon affiliate account. And we do have them listed there because that's a food we use all the time. The reason I use it in the videos is because I can put it in. It's a big thing and the fish love it. So they'll all crowd around it, which makes it really easy to take a video, especially when you're trying to take one for Instagram or a YouTube short or TikTok, because those formats like nine by 16, that's a really skinny tall video. You have to get all the fish in compact to get them on the screen because you've got a sliver to film them in. So that's why I do that. I can bring them all central. I can take a video and then I can cut that down to nine, six, nine dash 16 uh, is it resolution? I don't know, frame size uh, for for shorts and things like that. It's a good food. I wouldn't feed it and only feed it. I would definitely rotate other food into the diet as well, but it's a pretty good one. 405. Just keeps getting better. 405 people are here. You hit 421? Oh, we did? Liquid Rock Aquatics is saying that our, our previous record was 421. Oh, okay. We didn't break the record tonight. We're close. 412. All we have to do is switch that 2 and that 1. 413. We can do it. We're close to 421. Oh, a little bit of a letdown, but hey, I'll still take 413. That's not bad. Especially on a day when the giveaway is like, you know, Blue Dream Shrimp. Rick May... Look at what your Blue Dream Shrimp are doing. They're setting records. <laughs> oh, 
Okay, Bentley Pasco, thank you for clearing this up, Bentley. Van Hur and I are the largest. Do Lengaroo get big as well? I, I very possibly was just confusing those two in my head. Because they, they came in together, and so I, I very well could have just confused them. Is Lengaroo big as well or not? I, I can't I can't wait to see videos of whoever buys the uh, Van Hur and I is that how you say it and they're, they're location specific we have the, the collection location and everything on that strain I can't wait to see like six months from now or a year from now or whatever pictures and videos of like a big seven eight inch one of those that's got to be something 417 okay now we can do it we are so now we have to do it i i know we already dipped into the crazy pool um how about the conviction pool 420 one more okay what about beyond crazy what about anyone that's that that's you know ex-lovers that have been locked up you know you could get a message in right you could slide a message in the big house and say get on your contraband phone and join up for five minutes you could do that for us right we're four away. <laughs> All right. Or did we hit it and I didn't see it? Anyway, spinster sister, your red cauliflower sword tail females, are they sold by the pair or single? They just sold singly. So they're, they're expensive. They're like 69 bucks a piece um, singly. 420. Okay, guys. Oh, it dropped to 416. As soon as I said it, I got all excited. I was going to share it with you. We were two away from a record. I could have been a contender. Ira Nelson, will you always be, you'll always be over 9,000 in my book. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Well, we've got to, I don't know if we reached a record or not, but we've got to shut it there. We're going to do the giveaway. We got 420. Yeah, we were so close. We couldn't quite do it though. But that's cool, guys, because we did it on a day when, when it wasn't 500 bucks or a bunch of super whites. We're at 421. One more. One more. We are at 421. Oh, we can do this. 421. Oh, I've got to do the giveaway though. Okay, we'll, we'll do the giveaway and then we'll come back and see. So the giveaway is for some Blue Dream Shrimp. We have 314 eligible entries. And the winner is Noel Brucker, or Noel, sorry. Sorry, Noel. I butchered that. Noel Brucker, you have two minutes to chime in and let us know you're here. And you've really got to do it because we've got to get over to Brenda. <laughs> so please do do that soon. I'm going to bring Brenda's stream up just so that I... Um, have it ready to go because I'm going to have to switch quick to get there on time. Here's the link if anyone wants to listen to my wife sing in just a moment. And 421. Did we hit 422 yet? Oh, we did 422? Okay, we got the record. Okay. We can all relax now. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Noel. You're killing me, Smalls. Come on in. Oh, there you are. Yay! It was the delay. Noel is one. Noel, congratulations. Please send us an email with your first name, last name, your shipping address. We need to know who we're sending the package to and where to send it. Send that to hello at dancefish.com. That's H-E-L-L-O at dancefish.com. 
congratulations, thanks for playing. Uh, please get that in and we will uh, figure out the shipping date and how to do that. We do request that you do that within 24 hours, just so we aren't you know, sitting around waiting forever. All right, we gotta close this out. I wanna do so by first of all saying thanks to everyone who invited all their crazy ex-lovers in to uh, help us make a record. That was pretty exciting. Um, thanks to my moderators, first and foremost. Just love you guys, thanks for what you do. Thanks to the Fishmonger crew, everyone that's a member, I really appreciate it. And we have, we have more stuff coming. We're gonna make memberships better and better. Everyone that threw money at us, thanks for the super chats. Thanks to everyone that was lively in the chat and kept it entertaining. If you're lurking, hail the Lurker Nation. If you're watching the replay, thanks and hello from the past. If you're listening to the podcast, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week, same bat time, same bat channel. But I've got to get over here because in 51 seconds, my wife's going to be singing. So I'm going there. Until next time, have a good one.